how I live my life. Know yourself, find your purpose, let God lead the way. All I want to do is talk, 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 but I only talk sense. Welcome to my space. Hey, beautiful humans. I'm sending a virtual hug to each and every one of y'all, wherever you are. Welcome to the fourth episode of How I Live. It is still me, your host, Pussy Blessed. I remember the first day I saw you. You shined in the dark. I don't blame you. It was those gold teeth you have. Took me by surprise. I did not know you could smile. I mean, it looked genuine. You look nice today, you said, with a box of fine perfume. I smiled. I kissed genuinely. I was a smile the whole day and not the perfume. I thought I'd wait on special occasions. So Umu girl was already anticipating a date. I don't know if we were going to talk if I didn't lose my way home from Harangua. I don't know why you were the first person I thought I should dial. Unfortunately, I was too far. You couldn't pick me up with your friend's car only available. I don't remember how we used to laugh about that incident. But how did I end up in Harangua from Binani? Was I in Binani? I don't remember, but I know I was attending my sister's baby shower. So two weeks down the line, I got stuck and sent in after work. And guess who I called? My knight in shining armor. <laughs> and you came through for me. You just bought your car there first day. You even told me I'm the first girl to ride in with you. I felt super special. If only that feeling lasted a bit longer. Weird conversations, awkward moments during the drive. I'm glad we stopped by the garage. What an icebreaker. Sometimes you'll tell a story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guard. It only got interesting the day I passed by a place looking hella fine. You couldn't wait to tell me how fine I looked during the day. I replied with an emoji, crying a kiss. He said he wants a real one. You're outside my house. I freaked out. But I couldn't stop my feet from walking out of the house. I tried though. And it's nine o'clock at night, mind you. I remember standing on my toes trying to reach your height. At least to get my lips on yours. Mission accomplished. Yay. Adrenaline rush, then knees trembling. Yay, what is this? What are you doing to me? I had to stop you. I had to sneak back home. No good note message is sufficient enough to give me sweet dreams like that kiss. The first time we kissed. It became our thing, kissing at night, until I had to go back to Johnny's bed. I thought I found myself a kissing buddy. Jenny back to Jersey was boring now, less, less awkward, because I had to take a taxi. To cut the long story short, he became more than just a kissing buddy. We were seeing each other now. I mean, Jovic, his back home, would talk every day, morning, midday, afternoon, at night. Video calls at any time of the day, text messages, and such. I remember I had to clear my inbox because Capitec was flooding it. Capitec money in, Capitec money in. 
but the distance was driving me crazy, you know. I wanted to kiss him again. I wanted to cuddle him. And, you know, he surprised me one day. I went out to get lunch with my buddies in Bramfontein. I am Ambela. Guess what? He called to say I'm in Bramfontein. I'm from Pretoria, so I thought I should pass by. I remember rushing towards him. I should say hug him. The traffic is fitted in Bromfontein. I did not mind. The only thing that was on my mind was him. Then and there, I knew I needed a hug. I needed his hug. So warm, it gave me goosebumps. I was automatically full. Needed no lunch anymore. So sadly, I had to go back to work. He was disappointed that I couldn't let him buy me lunch. He gave me money instead. I mean money. Things were perfect between the two of us. I was happy. I felt in love. I was in love. In every relationship, when communication fades away, everything else follows. Good morning texts with the no calls during the day, blue ticks, two-minute calls at night. Hourly conversations were cut to two minutes. I felt him slipping away, drifting away. He doesn't fetch me anymore for weekend visits. Now I have to take a taxi. Suddenly petrol is expensive and Jersey is too far. I could see him slowly drifting away. The last thing I wanted. Two days without talking now. He doesn't reach out or get back to me. Apparently he's been sleeping or too busy. I'm so frustrated. It's hectic at work. I can't go back home. Now but Corona is slowly approaching us. So the next weekend I managed to ride home to visit him. Ha, what a laugh. I got there Friday night and then he left then till Sunday morning. As I was left alone the whole weekend. We had said weekend ended and I had to go back to Johannesburg because I was going to work the next morning. I was so sad and mad. I wanted him to call and apologize for what happened during this day. He didn't call or text. Days went by, the week ended. I reached out, I got him. I thought he was dead pale. <laughs> I was so happy to hear his voice. He said all those sweet somethings and eventually I was no longer mad at him. We were love with Davis again. And then boom, Corona outbreak. -ish. I had stopped going to work due to the self-isolation policy we had to follow. Then the president announces the national lockdown and I'm like, no way. I can't be staying this side during lockdown. Thing is new and we don't know how it's gonna work out. So I'm like, I wanna go be quarantined in Bay for 21 days. Eh, but you must ask. Two weeks down the line, Bay wants his time on himself. Distance is too short now. Apparently I wear big and silky clothes. Marabatung, I'm home. I can't rock a stiletto indoors on lockdown with soldiers patrolling outside. Sadly, 
but it's true, he changed. And I was slowly realizing that. He'd literally see me and pass by Gwangati Agawonanga next. I'd call to ask Ati he wind, I just didn't see. I got obsessed. He got fed up on me. You know, all the opposites and funny things. Shit got sour. Sour such that he told me not to call him until he calls. I shouldn't come by unless he says so. He'd make empty promises. Want me on his terms and on occasions. Damn, I loved him more. I wanted him more. Must have been a love spell. I somehow knew I deserved better, but I didn't want to believe that. I wanted him to be the one. He tried to show me that he's bad and I can't be loving him this much, but I wanted him. One day he woke up and decided he's done with me. Sadly, he didn't let me know. Instead, he invited people over to vibrate. Girls, mind you. Minangapa, I was blue ticked since Exeni and he's not picking up my calls. I was told he has a, sleep, a stripper's party in his house with Slay Kings. I was frustrated. I remember drinking my brother's Russian beer like water. I went over to his place only to be stopped at the gate by his friend. He still insisted that I leave because I was going to freak out. I could feel air leaving my lungs. My lips were sucked dry. I remember my legs flying on air while my waist is laying on his on the sky's shoulder. He was taking me home, away from drama, away from noise, away from my night in shining armor. I could hear his voice saying, what are you doing here and why are you talking to my friend? Take him, he's yours. I want no girl of mine talking to my friends. He blocked me. He blocked every phone. I tried to call him on. I wanted him to explain what went wrong. How could something so perfect and sweet get bruised and sour so soon? When people talk about closure, they are mostly like referring to an apology, an explanation or a conversation that provides peace of mind in the end of a relationship. And when we don't get the closure we want, the closure we want, it drives us crazy, making it so hard to move on with our lives. You can beg and plead for closure from someone, but they simply just won't give it to you. And you are stuck on the idea that you'll never be able to move on because you didn't get the closure you asked for. You can spend your days com contemplating the word eaves and allow it to eat you alive, but eventually it can and it will destroy you. But what I've learned about closure is that it's not necessary. You don't need any apology from someone who gave up on you. You don't need permission from someone else to move on with life. If you don't get the closure you wanted from someone, then find the closure within yourself. Forgive an apology you never got. Tell yourself the next time you won't settle for anything that's unworthy of your love. Keep your faith in the universe underlining reasonings. So too, as why some things won't work out the way you want them to. If you're out there and you're listening to this, I pray you let it hurt until it doesn't hurt anymore. I pray when you hear his name, you cry until you can't cry anymore. I pray that you let each and every 
a moment your guys spend together hurt you until none hurt anymore. I pray that you smell his scent and it reminds you of him. I pray you hear his car pass by being revved and you get hurt and you cry until all of that doesn't hit you anymore. I pray you see him and you get you don't get butterflies or goosebumps anymore. I pray you find healing. I pray you smile again. I pray you let it wound you so that you know when genuine love comes by and you do not sabotage it. I pray you find happiness again. It is sad, I know. It is hard, I know. Because you get to dream about them. You get to think about them all the time. Everything reminds you of them. Places you guys went to together, the music you used to listen together, the t-shirt he bought you, the dress he bought you, everything he sent, his voice, you know, everything. But I hope none of that triggers anything, any feelings anymore. I pray you move on. And the next time you see the signs, you know, to, to, to run away from them. And you know your self-worth and you know what true love might look like and you know what's worthy of your time and your love. I pray that the next time you think of him, you smile because of all the happy moments that you shared with him and then at least once in life in life you were able to love truly and you were able to be real you know to express real feelings and to be able to love wholeheartedly genuinely and unconditionally i had to share this and i'm glad that this time around I am sharing this and I'm not crying. I am sharing this and I'm not feeling any pain. It is called growth. It is called healing. And it is part of the healing process. Sometimes you're going to feel okay. The next morning you're crying over him because you saw a picture or you saw him with another girl on Facebook or on the internet. But it's fine. Eventually, you'll heal. And do not beat yourself up for missing him. It's okay. It's just what you do about it. It's just how you react when you miss him. You can't call him. You can't text him. You know, you just have to know that it's going to pass. It's just a feeling. And you don't react due to how you're feeling at a particular moment. So this is how I had to let go of my knight and shining armor. I had to choose me over him. I had to choose me over us. 
I have to choose my happiness over what I thought was true love. Now I'm healing and so far the healing process is good. I love myself more. I find myself. And it is important that we learn to love ourselves before we claim to love others or we even um, want to engage in a relationship with other people. Because really, what is it that you're going to give others when you're empty? You cannot share anything with others when your class is empty. You need to fill it up first so that the content is enough to share with others. This is how I live. I'm out.